0: Whole lot of Talk. The Interviews That Rock. Brought to you by Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio
1: station. We're off and running. Off and running. So this is David Lube for uh, German rock radio station, uh, Rock Antenna, talking to Mr. Billy Gibbons uh, from ZZ Top. It's a pleasure. It's an honor. Thank you for taking the time today.
0: Yeah, man, we're so excited uh, as uh, it seems the... Uh, The curtain is slowly rising. It may be possible to uh, start working uh, and making loud noise again. (laughs) The sooner we get to uh, get out there, the sooner we get to see you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, true. How are you doing? I mean, uh, you just said that it's getting a little better. I know that, they, uh, for example, they got full capacity seating at some some sports venues in the States already. Uh, I watched some baseball and I saw like Minute Maid Park and in Houston, they got full seating capacity. So how are you doing? since it's uh, getting better
0: so far so good um as you know we were starting to speak about this new record uh Absolutely. some friends of mine saw it and they said hey we've, <laughs> we've seen the record it's coming out next week uh when can we come see you <laughs> we want we want to get out yeah so it's coming yeah
1: it's actually uh the album was coming this week right on friday
0: that is the, correct. To
1: release that of Hardware, you know, solo record. So you've been, you've been pretty busy in the past in the past uh, pandemic year um, with your new record. And um, I want to get straight to the meaning of the, of the title of the record, because um, Hardware, the, the title has a very special meaning to you personally, right? Uh,
0: yes. Uh, our longstanding studio engineer, Joe Hardy, uh, unfortunately, uh, he's no longer with us. But uh, something uh, something unusual when we were in the uh, desert, uh, we were uh, rather interested to to find that that there was a lot of energy in the room, and this creative process was not a problem. And somebody said, yeah, the spirit of Joe Hardy is, is still surrounding us. <laughs> yeah, I know he would. Uh, I know he'd be smiling, uh, uh, but it was a it was a last minute decision. I said, gee was uh, here we've been in the studio all this time. And and uh, we although we couldn't see Joe Hardy, we we felt Joe Hardy. And someone said, yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's uh, let's include him as a, a small tribute. To uh, we we've got to call him Joe Party Hardy <laughs> because oh. the, the sessions were just that. Every day was a big party,
1: <laughs> so that's why he called it hardware for him, Joe Hardy. Yes.
0: Oh yeah, now I get
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, after all these years, are you still excited for releasing a new record, like the week before or two weeks before, or is it just routine by now for you?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, someone said, what are you going to do? I, I uh, uh, will be meeting some friends uh, later uh, this afternoon. We're, we're going to uh, bring out the uh, Billy Gibbons hot sauce. <laughs> we're going to have a... <laughs> have a big time <laughs> how hot is how, how hot is that how many how many scoville units do you know it's about it well it's enough to get your attention but not not so much uh, that you're running for water you may be running for a big uh, uh, some nice beer <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the perfect summertime
1: barbecue hot sauce hey Yes, as a Texan, I imagine you do a lot of barbecuing. <laughs> um, you just alluded to it that uh, the record got produced under very special circumstances. You um, wrote and uh, recorded the, the entire record in the desert, close to L.A., I think somewhere in California. How did, how did that come to be? It's not like the most usual studio
0: for you. Well, I received a phone call from both Matt Sorum mm-hmm. Uh, and Austin Hanks, and a lot of folks know Matt as the fearless drummer with the big bad backbeat. Of course, he played with the Cult. He played uh, Guns and Roses. Uh, Austin Hanks, uh, I I really admire Austin on a number of levels. He's from Alabama, comes to California, mm. playing upside down, he's left-handed, so he plays upside down and somehow it's inside out and backwards. (laughs) (laughs) But they called up and they said, I don't know about you, but uh, we seem to be tired of just doing nothing. We're going to come scoop you up and we're going to go to a recording studio. It's very close. And I thought in the beginning, they were speaking of a studio that I knew Called Rancho de la Luna, where I had worked with uh, Josh from Queens of the Stone Age, mm-hmm. and they said, "Oh no, it's very close. It's it's just across the street." What they didn't tell me was it was across the street and twenty miles. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were in the middle of nowhere. It was very very uh, remote, uh, but. As the old saying goes, when you're surrounded with nothing, yeah. the way out of it is to start something. And that made it easy to uh, get the creative juices flowing. We were writing the, these songs. We were writing a new song every day. And uh, we really enjoyed that In unusual desert energy. It's interesting. How, how much time did you spend there? How long was it? Well, we started thinking we were going to go uh, have a look at the studio, maybe 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. We walked in, and those 30 minutes turned into 30 days, which turned into months and months of just having a good, good time and <laughs> making a lot of crazy sounds. Um, I want to say that, uh, well, there were, we worked every day. Mm -hmm. The only uh, diversion was taking that 20-mile drive into the nearest, uh, there was a small town just on the edge of civilization, Mm -hmm. but we found a very nice Mexican restaurant, and we made friends with, there was a young girl, she was the owner, she was the cook, she was the bookkeeper, she, she was the everything. And I remember one morning we came inside and the place was on fire. Yeah. And we looked and she came around the corner and she says, oh, don't worry. I'm not burning your breakfast. I'll have this put out in a moment, which fortunately she did. But uh, not only did we get good Mexican food, we we got a nice song title uh, called She's on Fire. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, so that's, oh,
1: I see. I see. So you, you just yeah. took all the inspiration around you and just put it on the record.
0: Oh, yeah. I see. I yep. see.
1: And uh, did you stay, like, were there accommodations in the studio for you to stay? Or where did you stay if you were in the desert for months?
0: Yeah. Um, a, a very accommodating setup. Um, the studio is rather small. Mm-hmm. But it... It can accommodate uh, eight or 10 people. There's uh, small cabins on the property that are connected to the studio, mm-hmm. which made it very convenient. We really didn't have to go too far, except in addition to the Mexican restaurant, we discovered a nice cantina <laughs> just, just around the corner. In fact, you can, uh, You can actually see it. It's called, it was, uh, it's been there for quite some time. It's called Pappy and Harriet's Palace. Yeah. And uh, we were there one morning and uh, we saw, they had a stage where, where the performers are uh, working. We were able to pick up uh, two guitars and drums. And uh, we we have a nice video that uh, is accompanying uh this single my lucky card Mm -hmm. and that video clip was actually made uh, at pappy and harriet's which is very close to the studio so we had it all (laughs) (laughs) and you you seem to uh, it seems like you
1: really enjoyed the time with uh with man and hank right
0: oh yeah uh We were talking, uh, you know, this desert is a mysterious place. You can read about the desert. You can see photographs. uh, But when you're there, there's some kind of uh, unexplainable energy. Uh, We took advantage of it, and uh, we found that it was uh, quite supportive to uh, getting the artistic juices flowing. So that, that made it. That made it uh, well worthwhile. There was nothing else. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> just three guys in uh, this very interesting spot. Yep.
1: So I guess it's fair to say that if the pandemic hadn't hit, this album wouldn't have been made, correct? Because you would have been on the road with CZ Top?
0: I think so, yeah. In fact, someone said, well, we know you were working with Matt and Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh, what... Did Frank and Dusty say? And I said, "Well, I have ZZ Top here, uh, Billy F. Gibbons and the BFGs here—a nice balance." Uh, both Dusty and Frank were saying, "Oh, you have a new solo project? Yeah, stay there, stay there." <laughs> and I said, "I said, oh, I'm working, and what are you doing?" <laughs> but we did, we did manage to send them. Uh, as, as we were writing some songs, I sent some back to Texas. And I think the best news for me, I have the luxury of leaving one studio and I'm going right into the next one. So I get to continue playing.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, I, I think that's what we all like to hear from you. More music, more music. Um, now that you already already kind of uh, pushed us in the direction, um, also, so, you are working with uh, with uh, with CC Top on new material as well, right?
0: That is correct. Yeah, um, I, I I would say that it would not be surprising to see a new record come out, possibly by the end of the year. So yep. early, exciting I, news! I would I would like to see, I would like to hear it. <laughs> So. Um, plus, I, plus, I would like to put Frank and Dusty to work.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what have they been doing in the past year, you know? Oh, gosh, I think that. Uh, like most everybody, uh, they have been waiting and waiting on the sidelines, you yeah. uh, know, waiting for the curtain to rise. I know that they want to uh, kick up their heels and <laughs> and uh, get back to doing what we love getting to do, and that's making music. Yeah, I can imagine.
1: Um, let's talk a little more about the solo record since it's it's, it's new, it's exciting. Um, sound and song wise, there is a lot of a, lo- a lot of different uh, genres on there. Uh, you hear some blues rock, some hard rock, some blues. I think some, uh, some surf, some country, a, a lot of different influences from different sides. <laughs> yeah. Was that, was that intentional or did it just come out like that?
0: Well, as we were mentioning, uh, how this started, yeah. uh, Matt and Austin came and, uh, collected me and we were thinking, well, we'll have a look at the studio, maybe 30 minutes, uh, Those 30 minutes turned into 30 days, which turned into months of of enjoyable work. Um, The good news was Matt found a set of drums in one corner. Austin and I found some guitars, uh, very old Fender guitars, I must say, plugged into some very old Fender amplifiers and... The sound of the surf was back. <laughs> we, we didn't realize it, but the the sound was uh, something that is more like the '60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the the irony here is that we're making surf music miles and miles away from the nearest drop of water.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's still Cali, so yeah, yeah. There's water somewhere and surface somewhere.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so I just right now got the picture in my head of you three entering the studio, plugging the stuff in and jamming the instrumental to Desert Highway. I don't know why, but talking about surf and the sound about surf, I feel like Desert Highway really, I don't know. I, that, that song just popped in my head straight away or more like, it, it, it's not really a traditional song, it's more spoken word and instrumental. How did that song, that decision come to be to, to, to do it like that?
0: Yeah, uh, the, last, the last thing we did, we were, we were thinking, well, the, the record, we've, we've uh, wrapped up the project. And at the same time, uh, we decided to put our ideas on paper Mm-hmm. of what the desert had come to mean for us during this nice long stay. And uh, we had one track of music. The sound was more like something of a, maybe an old cowboy movie. But I said, okay, uh, let me take these lines. Uh, let me see if uh, they fit. But I was, uh, I was not singing. I was just uh, reading Mm-hmm. And the engineers came in and they said, "Hey, you did it." And I said, <laughs> but, "But I was just reading the lines." And they said, "No, it's perfect." Uh I guess one could imagine uh Tom Waits stepping out from the shadows saying, "Yep. You got you're getting close. You're getting close."
1: <laughs> um what does SGLMBVR stand for?
0: Ah that's an anachronism that uh, was inspired by an early record uh, by Cream. When Eric Clapton got together with Jack Bruce and Ginger Baker, uh, they started making some really wonderful uh, records. And there was a song that had nothing but letters. Uh, and it stood for something. And they assigned the meaning to the listener. They said, we're not going to tell you what we what we intended to mean. So we took that as a, a starting point. Uh, in this case, we didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll, uh, I'll let the listener uh, start scribbling out the letters. They can probably figure it out. All right. Fun.
1: I was trying. I couldn't manage it, but I will try again. Until I have okay it. all I right I don't I don't want to hear it I want to try it myself
0: <laughs> yeah well as as we were speaking about uh, getting to travel again as soon as we uh, have the opportunity, you're in one of our favorite places on the planet in all the world so uh, when we connect uh, we'll compare notes. I'll look at yours and you can look at ours. <laughs> that sounds
1: fair <laughs> We will yeah, expect you. We'll expect you uh, back on the stages here in Germany as soon as we can, man. It's, it's uh, ah, it's so painful. We miss oh, everyone. Man. <laughs> yeah. man,
0: um, yeah.
1: The first single of the record was West Coast Junkie. And in West Coast mm-hmm. Junkie you sing, I'm a West Coast Junkie from a Texas town. Texas or Kelly? what is better?
0: Well, being, being raised for the most part in Texas, Uh, we still had uh, an admiration and some really good times in California. Um, They're quite a distance apart. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, as you travel between the two, if you stay down south, of course, uh, you're actually uh, driving through nothing but desert, which made it rather convenient uh, for this album to unfold. Uh, it was a, it was very, very comfortable to tell you the truth. I like both. And I, I like being able to drive. Uh, as you know, the the cover of the new record hardware has our yep. new little hot rod car. So, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know if it makes it across water yet, but we'll we'll bring it over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do that. We're very excited for it, Mr. Billy Gibbons. I thank you very, very much for your time today. It was a pleasure. It was an honor. Um, I'm excited for everyone else to hear the record. I already had the chance. It's amazing. It's great. And um, we hope to see you soon, maybe with your solo stuff, maybe with ZZ Top.
0: Um, well, come on out. And uh, as always, we love having a good time and uh, looking forward to seeing you, a no. Great pleasure speaking to you. We'll see you around the corner. Thank you very much. All right. Whole lot of talk. The
1: interviews
0: that rock. Subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts.